You gotta introduce me again. Yeah. No, you you were okay, introduced yeah, yeah. like in the past episode. Okay. Hey, it's uh, James Kim again here. So I'm gonna be asking Mika a few questions here about um, his journey, how he got to where he is. Um, it's gonna be pretty standard questions because um, him and I just recently met. So I would say that I haven't really got to know him. He's got to know me because I've shared a lot of my story and vulnerability but in terms of why he does things I, I just want to understand that so mm. tell me like what brought you to Canada like I know you're from uh, Malaysia right yes. so what drove you to come here and make those big changes because it's definitely a big move when you're when you're really young like 18 19 to move to Canada by yourself parents are back home right yeah so what drove you to come here well I came here for college it's a pretty common um, route for like kids in the upper middle class yeah. in Asia I would say but Malaysia especially so if you have any money at all, you save it all to send your kid overseas for education. So I came to the U of A to do um, to get a degree, and obviously that's not what I'm doing now. But that's why I came here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the degree thing was that more of your thing, or your parents wanted to you to get a degree, or. Bro, do you know me at all? <laughs> no, like I was totally against. <laughs> Clearly <college>. not, right? <laughs> I was totally against college from yeah. the start. Like in the middle of high school, I was like, "Fuck this! Like this is not for me." Yeah. But I just like <clears throat> hauled ass through it because in high school there's no other way. But I came here because my, um, like it's really important to my parents who are Asian. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know that I get an education. Yeah, well, I, I totally agree with you there because yeah. my parents are the same way, right? Exactly. And a lot of the reasons I did things was because my parents, like, I played trumpet growing up and yeah, yeah. I loved it. I loved it when I was a great family. Like, I love this, I love this. And then eventually my parents put me on all these, like, programs like orchestra, band, and I'm like, now I hate it because my parents <laughs> want me to do it. I want to do it my, for my own reasons. And they, they, their, your passion turns into their passion essentially, and then they want to push it on you, right? Um, and parents, like, are you the only child? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I have a sister. Okay. Younger? Older? Younger. Three younger. years younger. Okay. So, like, parents usually only parent once if you're the only child, right? And, like, they're still learning how to be a parent yes. at the end of the day. And they've learned that, oh, I don't have, I didn't have education growing up. I want to make sure my kid has uh -huh, education. Uh -huh. So, I think my parents were in the same boat where they wanted me to have a good education, a good future because they didn't have much going around, right? Mm. Or much growing up. So, um yeah, so like, what, uh, what, what are you up to now? Like, what are you going to be doing in Germany? So in Germany, I'm taking a position for, on the editorial team okay. of a media startup. So I'll be writing articles, proofreading articles about 3D printing. It's a 3D printing blog. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And how'd you get into that? I know you said you, um, you made a 3D printer and you spent all your money. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> lot of money. I, don't, I don't even know how much it costs to make one, honestly. I've seen them and I'm like, those are really expensive. Well, like, to design one from scratch, like it requires R&D and stuff. So I spent about $1,500 when I was 15. Wow. So that was like a lot of my money, especially yeah. when you convert it to ringgit, yeah. which is Malaysian currency, it's just times four. Yeah. And back then, the ringgit was really weak, so yeah. like one US dollar was 4.6 ringgit or something, now it's like 4. Okay. So it was bad. <coughs> um, 3D printing, I got into it because I actually wanted to make robots. I was, okay, so background, I was really, really into building stuff, engineering yeah. stuff as a kid for like maybe 14 years of my life. But then I kind of got disenchanted when I thought I was going to go to MIT and be an engineer. Okay. That's genuinely, right? Yeah. Ask all my friends. That's what I would say for the first two years of high school. But then I realized that like school is full of shit. And like, you don't really learn any, do any practical shit. Like, you don't build the robots like, in university. You don't, you, you're just like, doing math and like, paper shit. Mm -hmm. So I got disenchanted with building shit. And I decided like, um, to go down this route of like, business and like, brand building and stuff. And then I discovered my interest and talent in that. Okay. 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, I would say to push back a little bit, um, like school, yeah, there's some practicality to it depending on what you're doing. Like if you're a doctor going to med school or whatever. That's true. I yeah. think there's a practical aspect Of course, that. yeah, that's the caveat um, that I never say. But, but yeah, I, I guess for engineers, I, I've never been into an engineering school or whatever. I went to U of A for business. So, yeah. But I wouldn't know what, what's involved with their whole thing. I know comp side is all coding. So like they probably do some practical aspect of that. But business school definitely with the marketing side wasn't very practical. A lot of it was theory based when I went. Mm. So I agree to that extent. But there's areas in school that I'm not familiar with. Like maybe like you've been to like Nate. It's like a practical school here. Yeah, like technical, technical, school. technical school. Well, like that's yeah. the thing. When I say <clears throat> it's not practical, I mean mm. it's not practical with a big asterisk for me. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that if I were to go to like U of A, there's a lot of programs that would do me a lot of good mm-hmm. and like set me up on like a course of future. The problem is I just fucking hate it. So it doesn't work for yeah. me because it's just not the way I learn so okay. in the class and like the culture it's just not my thing. What are your what are your takes on school then? Like I'm assuming you're anti school or what's uh Well, I think the the college system now is broken. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not <clears throat> I mean I can't comment because I it's not like I'm old enough. A or B have enough experience to talk about <laughs> but yeah. it's just not for me and I know that for a fact like for myself yeah. I can learn other ways okay but but you had a did you have a plan like okay if I don't go to school I'm maybe doing this I have a plan I want to try this I want to put my time and passion into and all my all my behaviors into like building this oh yeah, yeah so you had one right yeah so okay. in uh, <laughs> high school when i started realizing that this shit wasn't for me i started venturing off on my own mm-hmm. i actually was really really into software development for three years um last three years of high school okay because um software is really easy to build it's a really easy business to build like from the technical standpoint and that was my thing right i had yeah. no experience with anything but the technical standpoint okay so you overlook a bunch of things but so we like i built uh, a few different like types of software over the years trying to build like a software business so yeah that's what i've been doing okay um and then I, when i came here i obviously invested a lot into content creating youtube instagram photography all yeah. that shit okay so i've always been doing stuff on my own even when i go to germany most of my time will be taken up by my own stuff not my okay. job and then the job is just like an extra thing that just pays the bills exactly okay exactly and i'm assuming you're gonna be liking the job though that's why you took it though or is to, it just... okay to be completely honest with you if it weren't for the people working there i would have probably turn them down okay because they're not paying me enough to overlook to have me overlook the fact that i have to be there at a certain time every day i have to talk a certain way i have to act a certain way i can't mm. get out of my desk at twelve thirty and do handstands for 30 minutes because i don't feel like fucking working yeah i can't play loud music i'm so used to working for myself yeah. where the only person that gives a fuck is me yeah and i can do whatever the hell i want i can take three days off and like make movies I can't do this with this job. Yeah. So like that's really really hard to overlook, and it's something I'm. It's gonna be really challenging for me. But like the people pull through. Like the family is really nice there. The office. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what it is about the people, right? You buy into the the culture of the business more than the actual job itself, and um, you can't see it as just a job though. Like maybe you're gonna be learning a lot. There's probably a ton of talented people yeah, in so that industry that you can learn from. Like, cause uh, yeah, you're young, but you you've obviously have some experience uh, in in the industry more than me I, I'm not good at copywriting I'm terrible at writing I write but I'm like yeah I'm bad at it but I'm gonna just do it anyways and <laughs> whatever right but like there's gonna be a lot of people that are obviously better than you at what you're doing um, so I guess like it, it'll help you like hone your skills and your, you know get better at your craft there so I think that seeing it as a job almost a, a more like a stepping stone is like really important yeah um, like obviously like when I 
I, I shit on things Like there's a lot of context That I don't give mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's why I get shit on a lot When I like Give answers And like I don't I only tell one side Because that's what The situation wants But yeah of course There's a lot of things Related to content creating Because mm-hmm. it's a media company That yeah. I've already Already learned Like okay. from my four days there But um, It's just I know for a fact That in the long term I am probably Not gonna work For someone else no, I. That's fair. So um, it's just like something that will keep me alive while I grow. While I need the time to grow my yeah. own stuff, and then you know when when my own stuff. The minute my own stuff is good to go, like takes off, pays the bills. Kind I'll of be thing. like, yeah. uh, love you guys, but sayonara because yeah. like this is this is like this podcast, movies, like my photography is my life. It's not like the stuff that I do after work with my family or shit. No, this is like what I invest fully into. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to me that I get to do that okay. professionally. And so, yeah. Like, you know, writing for 3D printing, like hanging out with these Germans is nice, but it's not long-term. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, that's fine. No, um, I 100% agree with that. Like a lot of people say, go all in or it's nothing kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like all in or nothing. And, um, you know, a lot of the businesses that I talk to or people I talk to, um, they're like, yeah, I went all in with it. I just quit my job and decided to do my thing. And like, sure, you have the guts to do it. That's you know, kudos to them for being able to do that. But not everyone is gonna have the fortune, be fortunate enough to do that. Just like quit your job and do something else, or um, because like we all have responsibilities, we have financial obligations with people and our families and stuff like that, and bills we have to pay. If we quit our job without an actual like new source of income coming in. What are we going to do for the next few months, right? Or next few years? And some people like save up for years so, so they can quit their job and then, you know, chase their passion. But I, I, I like the fact that you're doing like almost like a side hustle in the meantime while you're working. And in the meantime, while you're working, you're still learning something, right? Um, and like that's, that's what I 100% agree with. A lot of successful businesses, you've heard of MailChimp, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, they were a side hustle. ClickFunnels, they were yeah, a side hustle. They didn't start as a full-time uh, Was it like Basecamp? Huh? Basecamp software as well. I'm not, similar. Yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah. So they all kind of like started as like they were still working full time plus doing their projects, mm. and then once it took off, they were able to just do their own yeah, thing. So right? it's safe, and they still <clears> end up safe. in the same place. Yeah, time. and I'm assuming a lot of people are going to be in the same boat. And like, I don't like the whole influencers like online saying, "Oh yeah, quit your job, do this and that." Like, you need to like put all in. And, you know, pay me $5,000 to teach you how to make money. Oh, like, yeah. fuck that. Like, I think that's total bullshit, to be honest. Uh, and I'm not hating on them. Like, they, some people actually, like, like that. But for me, it's like, I don't like that. There's no creativity in the business. Like, you're just pretty much, those cookie-cutter houses are the same shit. Like, your business is a cookie-cutter business now. There's nothing unique about that business. Like, oh, Facebook marketing. I'm going to teach you how to do Facebook marketing. Fucking okay. Google it. Google You'll it, man. Learn the like, same fuck. Thing. And like, if you're gonna like saturate the market like that, everyone's gonna know how to do Facebook marketing. And then, like, some people are gonna get over the top. Some people are not. But there's nothing unique about that business, then, right? And I think every business has to have some sort of character behind it, like your personality. But the Facebook marketing stuff that all these like gurus are teaching you, it's nice. It's a good skill set to learn. But I don't think it's worth five thousand dollars to learn that. And they're, they're trying to make you feel like you, you don't have enough if you don't do it, right? Like, oh, you don't do this right now? You're going to miss out. It makes people feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm like, and I've seen that. I've been a victim to that too. I'm like, fuck, man. These guys are good at selling me shit. <laughs> I, I don't want to be sold, but I feel like I'm not enough. Right? It's yeah, going to happen. I, I guess the reason, like, I kind of look past all that and, like, I'm pretty grounded in practicality, you know, like, doing this on the side, even though I'm obviously pretty passionate about, like, filmmaking and stuff, even though I'm still, take, I'm still taking this job, 
even though I'm super passionate about that and not investing fully yet, it's because I've been kicked in the face like so many times. Yeah. Because I've been doing this since high school. So, you know, first <coughs> app I built, I thought, dang, I'm going to move to California in like six months and yeah. be like a fucking millionaire. Didn't fucking happen because like <laughs> I didn't know shit, right? I thought I'd be a millionaire when I was 32. Yeah, when I was exactly. 30. Yeah. yeah, so like it's delusion versus um, actually knowing like that you can't do shit. Like most of the things that you think you can do, it takes like a lot more work than you think, especially... I don't know, maybe it's for me or is that your it's, It is, it is. You have to put in the, the grind and like before you even put in the time and the effort to do it, I think the most important thing is like you, I think you kind of touched on this on the surface level is like the why. So why people do yeah. things is like the most important thing. And when I ask people like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like we all fucking suck at answering that question. Like yeah. I sucked at it too. I still suck at it. I'm still trying to learn. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why? And then you give yourself some bullshit fucking surface level answer like, oh, because I like money. Okay, and then you have to go one step deeper. Why? Yeah. Why do you like money? Well, because, you know, I didn't have a lot growing up, okay? But why do you value money so much now? And, like, you have to go down, ask yourself why five times in mm. order to get to that truth. Um, five is just, like, a number. You might get there sooner, but um, I don't know if you've heard of Brian Rose. He says that, like, ask yourself why five times. Huh. And uh, and from that, I'm like, shit, I should ask myself why five times. And Shady Ape does that, too. Like, that meditation, mindfulness really makes you question your intents for a lot of the yeah. things being present i guess is is the big thing but essentially the the deep reasons why you do things is the um the most important thing once you figure out the why then it's about those behaviors that you can build up like what are the habits what are the behaviors you need to actually be a successful business owner what do you need to do every day and are you okay not making money for the next six months are you okay not making money for the next year if so then i think you should pursue it this is one of the truths right um and like the hungry mind that i started I'm not making a, a lot of money. I'm making a little bit here and there just to kind of like, you know, get better at my craft too. Um, and yeah, like I don't mind not making money off this because this is truly something I want to do in terms of just help others grow, self-develop themselves and find out why they're doing things is the most important thing and building those behaviors behind it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like loving the journey versus the yeah. end goal. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Any other questions you have? No, that's uh, that covers it. I think I talked about myself more than I talked. You talked about you, but yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I guess I am. No, I would say I am narcissistic. I think we all are to some extent, extent like narcissistic people. Oh yeah, I get you. I totally um, am too. Most people are like, and then we just have to figure out why like that. But I ask myself that every day. I'm like, why am I like this? Why am I such an idiot? You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same. Like sometimes yeah. I Skype call. Like, um, there's a few people I Skype call regularly, like living in different countries yeah. across the world. And most of the time, I'm like, let's catch up. And they're like, you mean talk about you <laughs> for like 40 minutes this time again? <laughs> I'm like, shit, if you don't like it, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've, I've, I've accused people of being narcissistic. And I'm like, I haven't really seen myself as that. And then I'm like, wait, I think I am like that too. And I think we all are to an extent. Um, but it's just catching yourself and being aware that you are sometimes. Like, oh, I'm being selfish here. Okay. So you just have to really catch yourself and be more self-aware of that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Well, that was James Kim, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's never what I expect, bringing guests on this podcast. There's no agenda, we just talk. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's, it's nice and guided, because I've like just talked with just myself like a lot of times, so I kind of know how to like guide it. So it's, it's pretty good. So, oh, actually, one question I forgot to ask you in the last episode. Probably the most important question of all. <coughs> what do you think of this podcast? You've listened to it before. Honest review. Honest review. I would say it's it's relevant. Um, it's relatable to a lot of people out there because 
you're essentially podcasting and almost essentially interviewing yourself and noting, I guess, like, oh, almost like in a blog way, but in an um, audio form, like, oh, this is what I'm going through. I'm, I'm an idiot here. I, I was wrong about this. I, I listened to some of your podcasts. And yeah. It's really relevant. Um, and like, it's good because you're sharing your journey while you're still learning and growing. And the people that are podcasting now, they do that, but they're already successful. Mm. Right. And so it's hard for people to relate. Are you calling me trash, James? No. I'm not <laughs> because I am. That's okay. No, no, it's not. That. <laughs> I think like the people that are already doing podcasts, like they built it up, and then now they're super successful, or like they've they're using the podcast as another income source, or share their information, their experiences. But they're already successful, and like you're not following them on their journey, but like you're we're following you on your journey during this podcast. Like, oh, I'm, I screwed up here. I'm learning about this here. I fucked up. Yeah. So I like the podcast content. It's just like. How do you get distribution? How do you get people to listen more? Right, is the is kind of the opportunity there for you? Mm. Whack! All right. Well, before he says any criticisms, we're gonna cut him off. Bye, <laughs> bitches.